Yeah, because my Jujitsu Kaisen is done until 2025. There is another anime what that fuck just are you eating rocks. Like, <laughs> he's, eating, he's got chips and like in like his. <laughs> yeah, I got more lasagna and I also got some like crunchy ass like ruffles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we lay down. No. Oh shit! I'm sorry, I thought I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's playing Nintendo Dogs over here. He's like, sit, <laughs> sit, <laughs> go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Beach level on Pikmin's bullshit, Justin. Yeah. Uh, God, dude, always the beach level, man. It was a cool level. Lift off and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 277, recording January 7th, 2024. And now it's time for the real Game of the Year talk. We're in part two of the Game of the Year Spectacular. Uh, we've gotten all the pleasantries out of the way, and now it's time to bring the knives out, or webs, or spells, or you get the idea. You, you know what's happening here. Uh, so let me give you a quick rundown. We have, you know who's here. We've got Justin, we've got Shannon. Jordan is still here. And he's holding up a knife. knife in his murder cavern. I don't really know what's happening. You um, said bring the knives out. So I uh, brought the knife out. <laughs> and he looks like he's going to open a pomegranate with it. I'm not sure what's happening. Um, but we, we are going to be listing our individual top fives, five to one. And then... In an exercise of organized mass chaos. That's right. It's an oxymoron. Look it up. We're going to try to order them <laughs> and make our own TPL list five to one. So with all of that explained and out of the way, let's get to work. Shall we? How are you guys feeling? Excited. Uh, and also, I'm ready to be disappointed by a lot of your choices. <laughs> well, you know, Shannon. Oh. That's fired already. No, no, no. See, it's more. Shannon has known me. Let's see, it's 2024. Almost 30 years now. Mm-hmm. And he knows to be disappointed by my life choices. <laughs> so <laughs> he's just uh he's just waiting for what's coming. He knows what's coming. He just Wait, he's, are we talking about the same Shannon who posted a picture of himself holding a Warheads for <laughs> Loco in the uh, Discord chat? Okay, we all know he was at the he was at the market, took the picture, mm-hmm. and that shit went right back in the fridge, and like he walked out of the store buying nothing. Like I guarantee you, that's exactly what I did. Like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, you have known me for long enough, Zach, to where you, that is exactly what happened. You were- <laughs> <laughs> we were we were at we were at the Bethmo by your house, and we mm-hmm. were getting ready uh, for for our, a hang sesh. And uh, we were getting a bottle of wine for my wife and your wife to drink mm-hmm. together. 
And uh, I saw it at the checkout line in the refrigerator thing. And I was like, hold on, I got to take a picture of this real quick. And I picked <laughs> it up and took a picture. And then like the day after you put that picture in the chat and I was like, oh, I already got this one in the bank. Here you go. Yep, Boom. Yep. Done. Boom. Done. <laughs> Sold. That's great. That's so good. Uh, no, it's more just, uh, Shannon's been around for a lot of my disappointing life decisions. And so now he knows the disappointment is coming, but he's excited to see how I disappoint him. See, Mm -hmm. see how it works. It's a balance. We always keep our lives interesting. Mm -hmm. Either either you're on the, on the, the peaks and I'm in the plateaus or it's vice versa. So like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready and I'm willing. Also appreciate that you put yourself on a plateau, not in a valley like (laughs) I find myself anyway. Um, (laughs) Let's go around and uh, yeah, let's get. Oh, I should also say, uh, I didn't mention at the top, we were supposed to be joined by one Robert Saltonpool. He is sick and couldn't make it, but he did send me his selections. So we do have his input to get into these conversations. Um, let's go around. Did, uh, oh, go ahead. Did he happen to send you his stuff from last episode too? He did not. I just have his uh, top five. So we are working with that. Um, We are going to go with everyone's number fives. I'll go ahead and get this ball rolling. And it's number five. It could have been higher, but recency bias, I feel, is creeping in with my obsession of this game. It's a game I resisted playing for a long time because I there was just so much hype and it just looked like so dumb. But like always, the steam sale suckered me in. And Dave the Diver is my number five. Mm. It is a great collection of mini games. It's got a really fun story. It's it's the 16-bit bullshit version of Subnautica. You never knew you needed to play with some WarioWare tossed in there. It's it's really fun. If you can get it on sale, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's way more than what it looks like. And that's... I'm 10 hours into it now and I'm still playing it every day. It's, it's great. It's really fun. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, you know, I'll tag up on that. It was good. Um, it was going to be in my 16 bit bullshit, but, Mm -hmm. uh, second story R was just uh, a little bit better. And I don't feel I've had enough time with Dave, the diver to really kind of put that in my category list yet. Cause sure. I mean, it can, it can fit in a lot of places. It could have also been in that 2 a.m. Uh, and it's 2 a.m. Uh, your category, Zach. Yeah, uh, for sure. It does. It takes up a lot of time and I'm I'm excited to see where it goes, but I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't get stale like the sushi. Um, but I, I will say I haven't hit that wall yet. They keep good. adding and introducing new things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's not the like, well, because right around the time I got to the like, OK, I dove twice. OK, I'm going to the sushi restaurant. OK, I'm diving twice. OK, I'm going to the sushi restaurant. Right about the time that hit, I was hitting the wall on that part. They were like, oh, and now you can do this. Oh, have oh, we're going to give you this to try now. And and so it just broke it up enough to keep you going. Gotcha. So, OK, yeah, cool. Uh, well, I think um, I'll go next, um, mm-hmm. and this is probably going to upset some people, but uh, I chose Super Mario Wonder to be uh, number five uh, right. on my list. Um, uh, it was a game that I could play with my son, uh, so there was some bonding to be had there, um, and it's a great mechanical game that is more challenging of a Mario game than I thought it would be, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you want to get all the tchotchkes and, and, and hit the top of the pole and get your timing right you, there, there's a lot of memorization there um 
and the fact that the levels are ranked pretty much helps you out like which ones you're going to do with with littles who are new to the games and which ones uh you can play by yourself so uh for that reason made it to number five all right uh, justin what's yours you know, I'm going to tag on with you here. I also had Super Mario Bros. Wonder as my number five. Wow, right. you had it that low. Interesting. Just, Interesting. Like, you know, it, it's one of those things. It's just, it's just the year, man. And yeah. it's like a good game. Like, And I loved it. I played it beginning to end. I literally 100% completed it outside of getting all the standees because, as one Jordan Derringer would say, ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> It was a lot of fun, though. Like, the level design was super unique. The Wonder Seed mechanic, I think, was definitely the highlight of the game and probably, like, one of the funner, like, twists on, like, a Mario game that we've had in a minute. And it's just charming all around. The art style's great. The sound's great. It has badges. Like, some of my favorite Mario games have badges, and the fact that they added badges in. Prince Florian is adorable. He's just a little green wiggler-looking motherfucker. Love that guy. (laughs) And it was just an all-around good time and a fun co-op game, too. (laughs) How about the flowers? What do you think about them flowers? They're all right. Like, I mean, they're just weird-looking toads. I do like, like, it has, like all these little elements that are super cute. Like the fact that like when you're the elephant, if you hit the flagpole and you still have water in your trunk, uh, it sprays the water on the flower person in front of the little castle and their head blooms, Hmm. which I think is just like a cool little thing. Like they didn't have to do that. And that's like an interesting, just like little event that can occur if all the stars align. So rad. Um, that's cool and uh i'm not i'm i'm glad that you're not afraid to use the word cute on a podcast about getting video games like it's no, just awesome I, i'm very confident in my masculinity Shannon, so <laughs> awesome awesome uh jordan what was your number five so my number five was this fun little game called uh super mario brothers wonder oh. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 I already know what game of the year is going to be because it's on all of our, it's on three of the four lists at the bottom. (laughs) Okay, Zach, let's slow down. Uh, I don't have much more to add to wonder than what you guys already have. Other than it was a really cool take on uh, the classic formula. And I think this is probably my favorite 2d Mario game behind super Mario brothers three. Nice. All right. Uh, and Robbie's uh, addition to this list at number five was Hogwarts Legacy, which none of us played, right? Oh, get that shit out of here. Man. <laughs> he is a Harry Potter guy. I will give the man his, his love for Harry Potter. I played like the smallest amount of it. Did it, you? It was, yeah, okay. it was all right. I know. I never really talked about it because I legitimately like <laughs> only played. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I only played maybe like 30 minutes of it. Oh, Megan okay. played a lot more of it because she's the one that bought it. But I mean, from what I understand, like it's if you're a fan of Harry Potter, like it's a fun game. Yeah. Like, well, all right. I that is. Uh, yeah. yeah, you did. How was it? Was it good? Like, I'm, I'm being yeah, serious. I, I never really played it and i never really heard anyone talk about it either so it was uh it was very interesting uh getting to kind of live in that world mm-hmm. sans harry potter you know being able to see the wizarding world without the effect that that specific character put on it or without the effect that 
the Dark Lord put on it or anything like that. You are a hundred years in the past. So you are in that world without any of that influence. So it was kind of cool to see the world in that light. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the spells and stuff you got to do were pretty cool. But other than that, it was a basic RPG. Okay. So I was I was very sad that they took Quidditch out of it. So if it didn't have the Harry Potter license, would it have made waves, do you think? I don't think so. It would so. have been very... I think it would have been about middle of the road. Okay. I enjoyed my time with it. So let's put it this way. For as, as much as this is going to mean anything. You know, you guys, obviously, my nickname, Mr. Platinum, I'm Platinum Hunter. Mm-hmm. I platinumed it on PS5. I have no ambition to go do it on the PS4. I enjoyed my time with it. I have no ambition to do it again. All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's move to number four. And number four on my list, fittingly, is Diablo 4. Hmm. And like wow. I said, like I, I said, it's that low. Like I said last episode, it's the game I put the most time into the entire year. I loved every second of that first playthrough. My problem, and it's not a problem. The game's great. It's fantastic. The issue is as soon as I was done with that first playthrough with my first character, I had zero desire to fire it up again and try another character. I I played the first season for about two hours mm-hmm. and was like, yep, okay, that's enough of that. And then the second season for even less. And... And I can't, and here's the thing, and Shannon, maybe you can help me because I think you've run into this as well. I don't know why. Like there is, I can't point to one specific thing and be like, well, that's pushing me away. I don't want any more of that. Or that's, ah, you know, that, that totally rubs me the wrong way. I'm done. I don't have any of that. I just kind of did it. it. Was It was good. I was happy with what I got and I was done. And I don't. I don't know why. I think it's because like your first playthrough, you went through and you were like maybe 35 hours in and you just completed act one and you're like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, I think that sits with a lot of people is like you get distracted very easily in that game. Mm -hmm. And it's very fun the first time you go through because you're following the distractions. But the second time you go through, you have a mission. Like, you know, now, like this is where I go to get my loot. This is what I got to do to get those, those, those key pieces of armor that I want. Um, And you, that kind of luster for surprise um, kind of diminishes. You get stuck. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, you went from playing with a necromancer, which you loved, which is your wheelhouse to playing a barbarian, which is like the class you go to when you are first learning to play Diablo. Like you don't want any of those tricky things. It is a very vanilla class. Like, and I get that they've beefed it up a little bit. So it's a little bit more exciting to play that character, but that is a very vanilla character to play. I, I deleted that character. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you know that, that I, I and I don't want to besmirch the barbarian class because I know there's plenty of people out there that love it. Like they love crowd control and they love playing with their friends and being the tank. But like, you know, there are other classes that are more fun to play. And I think that that might have diminished your second playthrough. That's just me. Yeah. It also. I don't know. I, I just I guess I'm not a live service game guy also where. Okay. You know, in Diablo three, the seasons aren't the thing that like kept me going in that game. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when I wanted to go back to Diablo three, I would start a new game of Diablo three. It wouldn't be like, Oh, here's the new season. Let's jump in. And, and I guess maybe having finished that game and just coming off the first run and you know, all the plot points and you know, all the beats and it's not like there's multiple endings. There's just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't need to do it all again. Cause I got it maybe mm-hmm. like, but I also could see where they're going to come out with the expansion and I'm going to be right back in because mm-hmm. it'll be more new story. And, you know, not just the season type of storytelling where it's NPCs telling you stuff. It's like, no, give me the full cinematics. Give me the full, you know, voice acting, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I also think it's pretty gross of uh, Activision to sell you the cosmetic upgrades for a lot of the armor yeah. instead of letting you find them in the game. And I think that kind of does a disservice to it as well. But also, I never use that. Ever. But you see, that's the thing. Is like I want my characters to look badass at the end of the game. Like I oh, want them. Hundred percent. But yeah, like, you, but you know, when you can go into the the closet and mm-hmm. like, no matter what your character actually has, you can make them look X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Never touch that once. Not once. <laughs> okay. Like okay. it was one of those. I did it one time to be like, oh, that's what that does. Well, never doing that again. And just like kept going on with my life. And so, but I mean, that doesn't really ping the game. It just. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, fantastic game. Top five game of the year. Just mm-hmm. wish it would have hooked me a little better, I guess. Um, all right, Shannon, what you got? Uh, so I went with Final Fantasy 16. Ah. Uh, so uh, that game got its hooks in me deep when it came out. And uh, I, I'm I'm sad that I let it slip out of my hands. Like I had the mechanics down. The battling was fun. Um, the storyline was savage. Uh, so like, I mean, that it made me feel uncomfortable like the first like 10 minutes of that or like the first like major couple cut scenes i was very uncomfortable um they kind of pull the reins back and like get you kind of more on a path of a typical final fantasy storyline i think um like you know three half maybe a quarter to halfway through that game um i do like the um the the elements uh being able to like be those instead of and and take their characteristics instead of having to summon them um you know you have your main like character like summon that like you can morph into which is rad um and you totally feel like a badass when you do it um the graphics is great it controls great there's very little load times um it was one of those first games of the ps5 that you really felt it was a ps5 game um and so, yeah, it, it belongs number four on my list because, uh, I mean, like I said, I didn't complete it. Um, so it's, it's going to be a little lower. And now that I've forgotten all the controls, I'm probably it, it's, it's going to require a new playthrough. And I don't have the time for it right now. <laughs> so, uh, so, Justin, what's uh, what's your number four? Uh, I just want to say, I don't think you really need to remember the controls when you just mash X. No, there's so much you could do. Cause, like, you got it. Like each each elemental has its own thing. specific accessory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. But Justin, oh, anyway, what's what's your number four? <laughs> yes. So my number four was a uh, Liza P. Um, I really liked Liza P. You know, I tried Wu Long earlier in the year, and I just I don't know. I got frustrated, kind of dipped off of it, just couldn't get past it. But I don't know why. But Liza P. Just really resonated with me, and I was able to. Uh, despite getting my teeth kicked in at every corner, I was able to push through it. And like, I spent like almost 60 hours on it, beating the game and then starting a new game plus on it and stuff. And it's just, 
I love the world. Like it's unapologetically bloodborne and I love that. And like the combat was fun. The different, do you think that's a big part of it is the like storybook bloodborne setting? I think so. Like it, because it is so much like bloodborne. I think that is why I like it. So like, cause it feels like, it feels like a from software game to me. And I think that's why, I enjoyed it so much because I think we've had this discussion before where there's a lot of games that try to do souls likes and it's like they try to be different um, just for the sake of being different like Callisto Protocol like tried to be different from Dead Space but I feel like them trying to be different just for the sake of being different a lot of times ends up like not making a better game overall so i feel like them just fully leaning into like yeah this is pretty much just straight ripped from bloodborne but you know what we're gonna do it at a level that's like equal to it so it's not like okay yeah they tried to do the bloodborne thing but the polish isn't really there so it didn't really stick the landing but it feels like a good from software game so like I don't knock it for a lot of people review wise and stuff knocked it for being too much like Bloodborne. And it's like, dude, like the fact that a smaller team was able to accomplish that level of quality is I think high praise. Um, Like it has like really fun boss. Like once you learn that you can't just roll out of all your problems and you have to actually like perfect block and do that. I feel like the game. Why am I in it? Yeah. Jeez. Why, exactly. why are you going to call me out like this in front of everyone, Justin? <laughs> no, and I oh, ran yeah. through it too. You know, I told you, man, I played the demo and like that first boss, man, dude, I died probably almost 40 times to that first boss Easily. trying to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I was frustrated. And then when the actual game came out, it only, I say it only, it only took me like 16 tries uh, once the actual game came out, but I got it. And it's like, okay, yes, I get it now. I can't roll. I had to relearn everything I thought I knew. You can't roll away. I have to actually block and not just tank hits. And it was a lot of fun. And I, I know they're doing DLC and I can't wait for the DLC. Like that'll get me to reinstall the game and play it some more. So I look forward to that. Jordan, what was your number four game of the year? My number four game of the year was Dredge. Wow, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I very much enjoyed the... Um, I don't want to say spooky aspect of it, because it wasn't really that spooky, but the... Like atmosphere? Horror, yeah, yeah, the atmosphere was fantastic. There was a time where I was trying to fill out the encyclopedia, and I was just booking it to another place and i heard this really low rumbling i was like what the fuck is that and i stopped and i turned the camera and this giant fin is behind me and goes back underwater and i was just like well we're just gonna pretend we didn't see that (laughs) and keep going (laughs) go on our way so it had like those moments of unexpectedness and when i first listened to Zach talk about it about how oh there's this fishing game and it's it's this great thing I was like come on dude it's a fishing game really is it really that great it is a fishing game yeah and I got hands on with it and uh, yeah it's it's really that great that almost 
fought for the and now it's 2 a.m. spot for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because it's a super chill one... game. Like, that's the other yeah. thing, too. Is it's like, it's not really like, it's more of just like, yep, you're going to go catch some fish. You're going to get back. You're going to upgrade your ship. And then you're going to go out to like a new place that you haven't gone before and fish some more. Uh, and mm-hmm. then like, you know, and then you hit that story beat like three quarters of the way through where it's like, yeah, you're going to like, this is like world ending prophecy stuff. And you're just yeah. like, oh, snap. <laughs> okay. You're like, like and I have to, and I have to solve this by fishing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. Did yeah. you guys beat the game? Yes. Well, I, okay. Oh. Please don't tell me that there, there's like a multi. There, there's multiple endings. Is, are there multiple endings? Uh, not that yeah. I'm aware of. Yeah, okay. There's two endings. Oh, there are. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had, I got the ending where the world ends, essentially. Like the you summon the the monster and it comes out of the water and basically like yeah, that's what I, that's what I got too. I just figured that was yeah, that. I'm like that would be a perfect base, ending yeah. to this game. Okay, sure. <laughs> yep. I can't remember what the other ending was because oh, snap. The, the well, the one where the giant being comes out of the water was just like, oh yeah, that's that was much more ingrained in my head. Like that one just had a more lasting effect. Totally, it's like yeah, this tracks. Okay, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna save the girl. You're gonna create a paradox. You're gonna end the world. <laughs> um. So I guess. Uh, well, maybe I'll just do it was my number three of the year. So I'll just jump in on this one right now since we're almost there anyway. Um, I think yeah. you're the next one up anyway. Yeah. Well, we ha- oh, well, we had uh, Robbie, which was also Final Fantasy 16. Oh, him. thank God, Robbie. Mm. Like, yeah. I take back all the negative things I said about you. You're awesome. <laughs> Until. Um, <laughs> no, but Dredge, Dredge, I found to be a very great surprise. It was a game that you know, the premise of like, yeah, Lovecrafty and fishing was just dumb enough to make me pay attention. But then, mm-hmm. uh, once I started playing it, like the little story beats got me, the, the characters in that world, I found to be really fun. Um, it was like self-aware of how spooky it was trying to be, which I appreciated and, and got a little humor out of a lot of the time. Um, the only thing that was frustrating to me in that game was when the fish would damage your engines and you had to oh, yeah. back to a spot. And it's like, this just takes mm-hmm. too long. Like, give me a fast travel back, dude. Like punish me by losing stuff or something, but like, just let me fast travel back, you know? Uh, but yeah, I liked how each Island you went to was like its own unique little set of fish in like biome, I guess would be the term, uh, you know, the volcanic one, the ice one, the, the like Island paradise one, they all have their own kind of vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really want to play the DLC they're releasing for it. Um, they've released two, I think. And there's another one coming. Um, and there's a Dave, the diver DLC that's there for it. I haven't messed with that, but no, it, it, it's a great surprise. It's a super fun game. It's not all that long, which I actually appreciated. And it does what it does and it does it incredibly well. I loved every system that was in that game. And yeah, also perfect steam deck game. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there as well. Yeah. So. It's a good bedtime game. <laughs> yeah. So that was my number three. It's, right. it's one of those games where I beat it when it came out and I'm still to this day finding myself thinking about it every now and then. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, man, Dredge was good. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've, I've if if it weren't 2023, I probably would have had a second or third playthrough of that game by now because mm-hmm. I enjoyed it that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff to do in that game. Like yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even think I maxed out my boat like by the time I had beaten the game. So it'd oh, be wow. fun to go okay. back and finish yeah. that up. But yeah, um, my number three, uh, Justin had already mentioned, was a Lego 2K Drive. Uh, uh. I played the heck out of that game. I still go back to that game and play it. Um, my son and I watch uh, Lego Masters uh, on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the winner from season four, one of the uh, winners, got one of their car- RC cars put into the game. So, you know, we downloaded that car because, like, you know, there was that crossover um they've still continued to support the hell out of that game um the maps are fun you don't even have to race and like you just drive around there's plenty of missions to do find stuff in the world mow people's lawns like it's just uh it's one of those games where like for a racer you don't have to race and you could still have fun um so you know it's kind of like a a kid's like my first forza uh, and I think that's a, that's a great thing. And, uh, you know, I got to watch my son build his own race car. Um, you know, I heard Justin enjoying building his own race car. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, if it can reach out and it, bring a smile to Justin's face, you know, it's gotta be high on my list. So, uh, yeah, Lego 2k drives number three, uh, Justin, what's, uh, what's your number three? So my number three didn't bring a smile to my face but scared the crap out of me multiple times and it was alan wake 2 nice um honestly like i this could honestly be a number two or number one i'm only halfway through yet it's still i had to put it in my top five because what i've played and where it's going i know where it's going and uh it's been it's been so much fun getting the switch between both Saga and Alan and just like the way they've done the game and stuff, the blending of live action and video game is like almost seamless. And it's like, they just built upon like what control did and it's great. And it's like, I love the spookiness of it. I love how like, going into the mind realm and like piecing together like little bits of information and stuff, trying to figure out like the clues to things. Uh, The characters are hilarious in the game. Like I know during the game awards, they had uh, the, the gods of whatever their name was, they played or whatever in the, and they're in the game and stuff. And it's like Odin and like whatever. And they have like a band that they sit there and play and they're like all drunk, just like thinking they're like hot shit on stage. And it's hilarious. Um, I can't wait for Zach to eventually play it so that we can compare notes on it. It's my biggest gaming regret of 2023 that I haven't played this game. <laughs> That's going to be one of Zach's categories next year. <laughs> yeah, biggest gaming regret of 2024. Uh, no, it's killing me. It's killing me that I haven't played this game. It, it hurts, but you know, we will we will per- persevere in 2024 uh, but jordan what is your number three game of the year my number three game of the year has already been mentioned twice already and it is final fantasy 16 yeah oh, that's gonna be on our list i uh i really enjoyed my time with that game um kind of going off of what shannon was saying the the beginning was rough 
for all the right <laughs> reasons. It's the first time Final Fantasy decided to dip its toes into the mature realm, and boy, did they go mature with it. Mm. Talking about, mm-hmm. like, war and blood and all kinds of stuff. It, it was fantastic, but it, this is also coming from someone who loves horror, so for me it was, you know, fit like a glove. Um, the combat was a little bit easy. Especially when you had that, again, that one accessory that you could just button mash X and beat the game. So I did my best not to play with that, especially my second playthrough when I had to beat it on hard mode. But (laughs) that, uh, I gotta say, (laughs) I cannot think of a game where I have hated the end boss so much. (laughs) And they took a... A liberty with oh shit you haven't beaten this never mind i'm not gonna say it it's fine it's gonna be a while and i'll probably forget by the time i get back around to it so you can go ahead and like say your piece yeah. shannon's used to having uh-huh. games endings ruined for him <laughs> <laughs> hey at yeah, least we'll i cut myself minutes. off before i fully ruined it oh i was sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right let let me say this shannon yeah how much did you hate ultima uh, I don't think I hated it. It was challenging, but like, you know, I, I left being like, F you, I did it. Like, I'm cool. Like, and that's where I, that's where I left it. I, I hated him just like as a character. Oh no, so he's not bad. Like he's, like he's the... ice cold. He's an ice cold killer. What he is. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason I hated him as a character. There are, <laughs> uh, a few, right before his boss fight things that happen Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, you need to fucking die now. (laughs) And you know how you'll get into those boss fights where you have to like do different button mashing things. Mm -hmm. The very last thing you kill Ultima with a button mash. (laughs) Okay. So you probably are just just like (laughs) tapping. Oh no, go ahead. I want to, I want to hear what you think. No, no, I mean, I was just saying you're just you're just tapping the button hella fast, like for like five minutes, like waiting for your uh, waiting for the quick time event to be over with. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, you're sitting there tapping it for quite a while, but it's literally because you are fucking punching him in the face. (laughs) And it was was the most cathartic thing. (laughs) It's like that old school uh, God of War when like you beat it and you're punching Zeus in the face and like you just keep Mm -hmm. pushing the X button because it tells you to keep punching, but you can stop anytime you want. But like you keep punching for like 15 minutes because you're just like, whatever. (laughs) I get it. That's awesome. Completely fills the screen with blood. You can't even see Kratos punching Zeus anymore. Yeah, it felt very similar, but like you it's like a slow motion clive's fist connects with his lower jaw you see the lower jaw dislocate and oh it was so cathartic <laughs> that's rad you just uh knock something you just knocked something loose in my memory do you remember in god of war it was either two or three it was a ps2 one i think maybe i don't remember but you're fighting poseidon and you're punching the hell out of him and then it goes to a first person view and then <laughs> you push in l2 or or L3 and R3 to gouge out his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like you push the thumbsticks in and it like drives us. Th- <laughs> I was just like, Oh man, what guys, what are we doing? Good that Lord. Was the same one that you end the game by punching Zeus. That was God of war three. Ah, three. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, uh, Robbie's 
addition to number three was Super Mario Wonder. So wow. back on the list again, Super Mario Ooh. Wonder. Wow. Actually low for Robbie. A little surprising to me. Um, I, he played the heck out of that with his kid. And so I thought it would be higher. Um, okay. Number two. To be a... To, Hmm? there are three games that i thought would be higher for robbie personally so to see it at three concerns me because that means i'm wrong as to what one of his three games is (laughs) well we will see um all right number two game came out of complete nowhere and uh instantly took over my console my house my kids have played this game i have gone through this game twice in this year, that tells you everything you need to know. I'm talking about Hi-Fi Rush. Hmm. That game was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, putting an action platformer beat-em-up set to a, you know, rock band style rhythm game doesn't sound like a game that should exist or be fun, and it it kicks all the ass. The art style, like, reminiscent of, like, Dreamcast cell sh- cell shading type graphics totally works. Uh, the voice acting is great. The story is, it's one of the hardest things to do in games and they do it. It's funny. And the timing of it is great. I love the characters. I love your little cat sidekick. Um, you know, the, the secondary characters you can call into battle by the time that game ends, you are, a virtuoso in devil may cry style <laughs> attacks. Like it is just like combo, 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 calling character, calling character, combo, 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 and all to the beat. And the music is portrayed in the entire world around you. Everything in the world moves to the beat. Your attacks drop on the beat by, and it's your job to keep up with it. Once they do. Um, I love the story, the boss, the, the fact that you're just a doofus running around with an iPod stuck in your che- chest, like, yes. All right. Awesome. Great idea. Let's run with it. And they, and they do. And they came up with a franchise. I hope gets a se- sequel. I would love to see people try to ape this. Um, and I, in, you know, I've been playing video games for 40 something years now. And, uh, at this point in my life for something to come out where I'm like, wow, that's new is really rare. And for that new thing to also be really good is even rare. <laughs> so, you know, it's different when someone's comes up with a new idea and you're like, yeah, and there's a reason no one's done that before. It sucks. Um, <laughs> but, but when, when it's like, Oh, here's a new idea and it kicks all the ass. Yeah. Like that okay, it, it took something crazy for me to not put it at number one, but that game, the second I finished it in January was like, wow, this could be a game of the year and nothing really knocked it off a pedestal the entire year. So high fire rush. Number two. Impressive. Yeah. Well, uh, my number two, you already mentioned is Diablo four. Um, I bought it on the PlayStation five. I got it on the steam deck. Uh, I played it sitting up. I played it laying down. Uh, that's all I need to know about it. Uh, it's more Diablo. There's nothing special about it other than the fact that, uh, you know, you can play multiple classes. The storyline's pretty dark and disturbing. I think it's more, I think it's darker than the other ones. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I, and I appreciated it. Um, 
I probably put 35 hours into that game before I completed the first act. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, and it didn't, and that's the other thing too, is it didn't feel like I was wasting my time. Every, every time I, I logged in, every time I was playing, uh, I was doing something new. I was clocking out a mission. So, you know, it, it was an, it was one of those easy to do something real quick. The only thing I wish is you got the horse sooner so that you can right. fast travel faster, especially cause they're showing you all the spots where you can get and use a horse. Mm-hmm. Right from the user, like, great, let's do that. What do you mean I can't do that for <laughs> three more acts? Like, what the hell? Like, yeah, yeah, give me that horse in the middle of the game, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, great game, have no complaints, Justin. What is your number two? So, my number two was a little game called Fire Emblem Engage. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, I loved it. I love Fire Emblem as a whole. This one was honestly probably one of my favorites in the series next to awakening mm-hmm. um dude i played through it three times <laughs> like when it came out like i probably put in like at least 120 130 hours like into it across like all my different playthroughs um even though i, I single-handedly ruined the ending for shannon <laughs> uh you know i <laughs> I'm not one to, you know, Nintendo has been getting better with DLC and they had, I didn't buy DLC for three houses, but I bought the DLC for engage and that got me to go through the game again and play it and stuff, having access to the different rings that like the DLC and stuff gives you. And, you know, I love a lot of the characters. Like I thought the, combat was you know they kind of go back to more the classic combat style which i thought was good like there were so many characters that like my first playthrough that i didn't get to play with so getting to go through a second time and be like oh dude i heard this person was good i'm gonna try them instead this time or like this person's not worth investing in i'm gonna like fuck them now and like we're gonna pick someone (laughs) else and go with this and it was just really cool getting to like go through it and you know, on like the different difficulty, I, I played it on like the easy mode, hard mode, and then super hard mode and like super hard mode fucking sucks. Like I, (laughs) that was not a fun experience, uh, doing that. That takes a lot of strategy. A lot of like magic is not good in that version (laughs) where like magic's amazing in the other two. Um, but you know, it was just a good time, and I was glad that uh, I got Shannon to actually beat it, unlike Three Houses, which was fun. So <laughs> I think that also speaks volumes about it in itself that Shannon actually beat the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, what is your number two? My number two is a game that literally nobody on this podcast or probably even in our Discord channel is going to care about. (laughs) And it is a game that I am very confident that I am the only one that I know of who has played it. It's a PSVR 2 game. My number two. (laughs) Funny you say that. Yeah. My number two is Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2. Yeah. All right. And I don't need to bore you guys with the details. It's Five Nights at Freddy's in VR. It's all up in your face, and it is fantastic. For people like me that have been following the 
franchise since the beginning. There are some twists at the end of it that literally left my jaw on the ground. And uh, if you're at all interested, go to my YouTube channel and watch my playthrough of it. Get that sweet, sweet lore. That FNAF lore <laughs> dripping oh, in your veins. Is lore. All right. Well, Holy I will. Holy uh, shit! Was there lore? I'll send my I'll send my ten year old your way because <laughs> Lord knows I don't want to talk about it. So that's <laughs> um, <laughs> why so I uh, kept that one short and sweet. <laughs> nobody was gonna give half a shit. <laughs> All right, and uh, Robbie's number two of the year was Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> so. You're like. Robbie's was also Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's security breach too. Yeah, Robbie's not here. You can make it whatever you want. I mean, like, I'm, I'm surprised that you're actually reading it verbatim. I, hey, I gotta do. I can't do my dog dirty like that, you know. Um, yes, Baldur's Gate three making its first appearance on mm-hmm. this list. Maybe the last. <laughs> um, that's also on my damn. I really should have played that list, but I digress. Um. Okay, my number one uh, with a bullet knocked Hi-Fi Rush off the pedestal. And yeah, it was Spider-Man 2, you guys. Spider-Man 2 was just that good. Like, I'm sorry, the Sandman opening hooked me. And I'm like, holy shit, they did it. They got it. And it just kept going. My only, only thing I'll say is the symbiote stuff at the back end of that game got a little long. And... It's it's weird for me to say this out loud, but Craven in that game was a better villain than Venom. And and I don't know if they thought it was going to play out that way, making the game, but they fleshed out the character of Craven so well that when that storyline ended, I really cared. The Venom storyline starts at that point but you kind of already know how that's going to end. And, and so the emotional investment on the back third of that game just wasn't the same as the first two thirds. That being said, they took the best parts of Spider-Man and Miles Morales and made a whole new game off the back of them. And while it feels very similar, it's kind of like going from Tony Hawk two to Tony Hawk three. It's like, sure. All the moves are there everything's more consistent except we added this revert now which just makes your combo system perfect and that's what F- spider-man 2 felt like it's like oh you know the the comp the fighting's still there the combat's still there it still kicks ass except now we've added these little uh power sets in there and multipliers that you'll actually use not like the first couple games where you know you're hitting boss battles and like why am i keep losing oh shit right it's because i got all these powers i've never upgraded and never used <laughs> you know, like where uh you, you know they, they throw a couple battles at you in this one early on to make you remember that like oh miles has all of these venom abilities now and electrical attacks and like oh peter has the like Stark legs built onto him now that can do all this cool stuff. And like by, by kind of force feeding you that early, by the time you're at the end game, you can just pull off the wildest combos, just insane shit left and right. Like you're getting swarmed by 20 symbiotes and you're like, 
bet. Let's go. And just like, and next five minutes later, everyone's on the ground and you're like, sweet. That was awesome. What's next? Um, it's the first open world game I've played in forever where, you know, a hundred percenting the map wasn't a chore. I actively wanted to like I, that game wrapped and I immediately jumped back into the world to clean it up. Like the first thing I did was like, Nope, not watching credits. We're getting right back in there and swinging. Uh, you know, and it's all the same stuff for Spider-Man that from the first two games traveling around New York is awesome. The added, uh, wingsuit mechanic i found great wings with the what the fast travel is astounding you open unlock fast travel in an area you find a pinpoint on a map and you're like yeah i want to fast travel there and then it just like drops you in there but like in a cool animated way where it's just like whoosh and all of a sudden you're flying over the exact spot you picked and it's awesome and i hardly ever used it because just moving around the city was so fun and like, I want to find the, the cases. I want to find the, the unlockables. I want to do all this stuff. I love changing suits. I love going through all the different outfits. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's just such a fun, big, it's a game they don't make anymore. You know, like, and you see those reports where it's like, it costs $300 million to make. And it's like, yeah, I see it. You're damn right. It did. It's all on the screen. You know, it's not, and, and I don't think you see investment like that into, into studios, into projects anymore. I don't think you get just a, a celebration of the medium and the mechanics like that anymore. Um, I mean, really since Ratchet and Clank was the last time I think I can remember feeling that playing a game where like you're, you're seeing on screen just expertise across the board of storytelling and mechanics and world building and creation. And just, it all just pouring out that you're, you're seeing the dollars, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this is what all this money was for. And, and it just seems like they didn't waste a penny and it's, it's amazing. It's great. I love this game so much. Easily my best favorite game of the year. Nice. Uh, before you hand it over to Shannon or Justin, I'm also going to hop in and just say that was my game of the year as well. My and, man. Uh, it's it, it. Everything you said is just spot on. I will say I use the fast travel more just because I loved watching that animation. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, I'm 400 yards away or 400 meters away from my from my next mission it'd be a real shame if i ended up on the other side of new york and had to swing back here oh yeah. darn <laughs> exactly right so like there was stuff like that but there were also the missions that that like not only did it make you enjoy the game but it made you feel like the the pigeon mission that had no reason to hit that hard but it was like not at all holy shit man <laughs> like i was i was openly weeping by the end of that mission yeah. Oh yeah. When you, just you like, kind of you don't expect that from a Spider-Man game. When when you round that last corner and you realize how that mission ends. Yeah, mm-hmm. it got it got dusty in that room. It uh now, now let me ask you, did you recognize that voice actor? I didn't, actually. Who was that? It was the same voice actor who uh voice acted Lee from the Telltale Walking Dead series. Oh, interesting. That's cool. So 
fuck Insomniac for making me have to listen to him die twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But like there was like the mission like that or the mission where you had to there was this woman that was really concerned because her grandpa went missing and you're sitting yeah. there and you're trying to find him and you're trying to track him and you're like what could have happened to this guy and you find him and he's just sitting on a bench enjoying the enjoying the water at the park and you just sit down and have a conversation with him and you learn about this character's life and it's like it, it, it had the highest of highs and even the low low moments of the game were still high Mm-hmm. It, I my biggest gripe is I wish they would have expanded the beginning and cut the game after Miles frees Peter from the symbiote. Hmm. Make Venom the next game so that way you okay. can flesh him out a little bit more. Yeah, because that that fight where you're playing as Miles and you're fighting against Peter and it's downpouring and it's like that felt like the fight where everything was on the line. Right. That felt like the climactic fight of the game. Not the, not the fight at the end against fucking wingsuit or fucking bat wings venom. Well, and that's, and that's kind of where I was saying also was the last third of that game felt like you knew how it ended already. You were just doing it. It's kind of like a, the kind of like Bioshock, you know, it's like the, the main climax of Bioshock happens two thirds of the way through the game. And then they were just playing it. Right. Right. And, and I agree with you. It's like they should have saved that fight for later because mm-hmm. emotionally the game just didn't have it after there. But to your point, the the little off script moments in that game or side story moments, I should say, uh, off the main script of the game were so, so good. All of that mm-hmm. was still to be found. I mean, the whole, uh, you know, Cletus Cassidy storyline going through the, throughout the whole thing was great. You know, like there's all the little side storylines that are happening that I felt were fantastic throughout the whole thing. And even things as small as finding the spider bots. Yeah. And the little egg that you get after you find all of them. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that was a weird, that was a weird little uh, side, side note when you, when you complete that one. But, uh, mm-hmm. oh, also uh, this was Robbie's number one of the year. Dang. Last thing I'll say about it. Last thing I'll say about it, Zach. Did you know, obviously, if you go to the different gravestones uh, up in the graveyard as Mm -hmm. Peter or as Miles, they will say different things. I did not know that. Yep. They will say different things. You can visit uh, Jeff's grave and you can visit Maya's grave as both characters. Mm -hmm. And they will say different things. That being said, you can also go at different story beats and they will kind of update the people that they've lost on what's happening. So you can get like, as Peter, I think throughout the game, depending on when you go visit Aunt May's grave, Peter Mm -hmm. will say six or seven different things to her throughout the story. That's cool. I don't know if I'm going to play through it again to do that, but I should find a a YouTube cut (laughs) of that or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a, plenty of youtube cuts on it cool well okay. all right now that, I, uh, now that we've gushed I the rest of my time. <laughs> yes now that we've gushed about spider-man 2 uh and neither one of you jumped in i'm guessing it's not on your guys's list <laughs> no uh <clears throat> so i didn't get to play enough of spider-man 2 to really kind of 
grade it anywhere on my list. Uh, and I don't know if it would have because uh, <clears throat> while they have refined things for Spider-Man mm-hmm. and updated things, um, I don't know if it uh, was enough to keep it fresh enough to put it on my list. High enough. Uh, that being said, my number one game is Fire Emblem, and I have zero regrets about that. Like, Justin, I mean, even Justin spoiling the ending for me did not ruin, tarnish the hours of fun I had playing that game. Um, I am a sucker for a, uh, a tactical RPG, um, and um, I enjoy every Fire Emblem game. I do like the fact that this Fire Emblem, they toned down like the overworld map uh, so that it was a lot smaller to navigate. You only had to go to a handful of places to to do your in-between battles uh, leveling. Um, <clears throat> I like the characters. Um, I like the return to form to like the Awakening um, like style like Justin had mentioned. Um, the characters were rad. Um and uh and yeah it was a it was a great game uh and i wish i had more time to go back and play it three times um but i just um you know i, I had i had to move on um so fire emblem was definitely my uh, my game of the year uh spent a lot of time with it and it's got a special place in my heart uh justin what's your uh what's your number one game hell yeah brother <laughs> so my number one game is Zack's worst enemy, which is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Dude, like, I spent the most time with Fire Emblem Engage this year, but I don't know, man. I loved Tears of the Kingdom. And I think a big part of that, too, is a lot of my friends, like, we were all playing it at the same time. I know a bunch of people in the Discord were playing it the same. There was times where, you know, Jordan was messaging me like this and that. And it reminded me a lot of when uh elden ring first came out and like me and my friend matt were playing elden ring together and he's like what are you doing and i'm like oh i'm off doing this he's dude i haven't encountered that yet like i'm off doing this and i'm like that does not even remotely sound familiar and it's just like we could be playing the game at the same time doing completely different things and neither one of us knows what the hell the other person's talking about and it's just the world like you know for being like the same basically the same map as breath of the wild it's like changed so much since the first game and then having both the sky stuff to explore in addition to the underground there was just so much to do and you know it didn't get old and i love all the improvements they made like i thought the shrines I had a lot more variants and were a lot funner and like they had like multiple ways of solving them uh, the new abilities you get, I thought were super cool. Like being able to jump through stuff, like to be able to just jump like, oh, I need to get up there or something and just like jump through the mountain to get up to the top versus having to climb, especially when it's raining was insane. Being able to fuse stuff together, um, like make little hover bikes and then like more so even just fusing like monster parts to arrows and like weapons and stuff was so cool and like in the first game i like never used monster parts really i just kept collecting them and the fact that they actually like had a use um outside of just like upgrading your armor and stuff was really cool and um you know the fact that the instead of the divine beasts and stuff we got actual shrines again like those were really cool and like the actual ganon having ganon as a boss again and like his like final fight like being like 
memorable and like the story was actually good like the story my only complaint about the story is i did all the dragon tears back to back to back to back and once you do the dragon tears you know the actual like story of the game and then you have to go to like the main plot points and stuff and they're like i don't know where zelda is and it's like well bitch i do and it's fucking (laughs) dumb that you don't and it's like i wish they would have staggered the dragon tears to where it's like, okay, maybe you can only get three of them like here. And then like, Oh, once you do this, it unlocks the next three or something so that you couldn't just do back to back to back. And that would make the story line up a little bit better with the main quest. But outside of that, I thought it was a great game and it ran great on the switch, which cannot be said for, you know, every game that came out on the switch this year, but like the loading times were, insanely fast on it and every game that came out before it that made the switch chug i was nervous as shit about tears of the kingdom dude so was i and the fact that like the only like real lag was when you were like fusing together like really big things sometimes it would get like a little clippy but i think even in like Mm -hmm. future updates and stuff that even got like a little bit better and if that's like the worst like you falling from the sky Uh to like you could fall from the sky to the underground and it like never skipped a beat, which is like insane that like it just didn't clip at all jumping from like any of the areas, which if it did, that's an easy way to just be, oh, dude, this fucking sucks. Like I, I can't play it in a state like this. And the fact that that worked as seamlessly as it did is awesome. Well, I'm happy you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, no problem. I mean, I'm obviously in the minority on that one. I will own that. I'll wear it. But it's just, uh, it's the, they're just not my type of games. You know, it's it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'll tell you, I only played the first uh, um, Zelda game on the Switch because there was nothing else out for it at the time. And, uh, you know, I played it and it was all right. It was it was mid tier for me, and uh, but the climbing in the rain really, and the breaking of the weapons like just uh, was too much for me to enjoy the second one. Well, all right. With that, we have a list of games, gentlemen, to discuss, and these games are Dave the Diver, Hogwarts Legacy, Super Mario Wonder, Diablo Four, Lies of P, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Dredge. Lego 2K Drive, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Hi-Fi Rush, <sighs> Fire Emblem Engage. <laughs> Come on, man. I 100% thought in, this in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, my, my game. And Five Nights right, at Freddy's. <laughs> I was mentioning it. Five Nights at Freddy's. Help Wanted 2. Specifically VR. Okay. (laughs) We have a list. What is jumping out at you, Justin? Uh, As like number five or just in general? um, Well, let's, let's start with what's something that maybe is on your top five that could slide off of our collective top five. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. I know I'm the only one that played Liza P. Yeah. I know you played a I played it, it, but it got my but, butt kicked so hard that I wasn't trying to stick with it. 
Yeah, and I know it's nowhere near Shannon or Jordan's wheelhouse. So, yeah. you know, I in my heart, I know it's a top five game, but I'm not going to be sad that it gets cut off the list. For the same reason, I'll cut Dave the Diver off the list. It, uh, it, I love that game, but I also understand that uh, no one else really has dug into it as deep as I have or spent the time with it, so... It's a game for another thing. Robbie's also sad to let Hogwarts Legacy go, but you know, he had to. T's and P's. Yeah, T's and P's, my boy. Uh, Anything on your list, Shannon, that you would let go before we try to narrow this down? Um, I feel bad to let Lego 2K Drive go, but um, I mean, everything else is on it. Like, I mean, Mario wonder final fantasy Diablo fire emblem. They're all on everybody else's list. So the only one that's are not they? on everybody else's list. Yes. Fire emblem most they certainly are. is not they on are. mine or Zach's list. Yeah. It's on Justin's though. That, oh, Justin's so everyone now. Okay. So, right. so is Lego. No. 2K. <laughs> Lego 2k is not on everybody else's list. It, it's it's on just it was on it wasn't on Justin's top five it was on his other oh, I thought it was. it was on his other stuff. Fair, fair. Yeah, it was on my two a.m. list. Uh, but you know that's where I'm getting yeah. mixed up. All right, and it so okay we're cutting that. Uh, anything else that I mean, do you I, think can make? Uh, Jordan, I'm cutting Five Nights I'm, at Freddy's. I'm do sorry. I even <laughs> have to say it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it seems to me like it's pretty clear because three of us have Final Fantasy on there. Um, mm-hmm. Four of us have, I think, Mario Wonder on our list, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, I three, think three of us have Spider Man too. Yeah, and like a bunch. I mean, how many of us have Diablo Four on there? You and me? Is that is it two? Yeah, it's just two for Diablo Four, and then two for Fire Emblem. And so, I mean, there's a bunch. So for sure, it's Mario Final Fantasy, right? For sure, Mario, Final Fantasy, and I think for sure, Fire Emblem Engage, because they were your ones and twos. Okay. I mean, Dredge was also yeah. on two yeah. years as well. Yeah, so Dredge but towards the there. bottom, that's the thing. Is I, Yeah. And if, honestly, I think the case you two could make for Fire Emblem Engage would be way better than the case I could make for Dredge. Yeah, same. You know, and, and that's... I, so... I'm I'm all right. With the you. only one I'm I'm gonna cut Baldur's Gate three because mm-hmm. Shannon's the only one that played it and it didn't make his list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I want Alan Wake two to be on our list, but you're the only <laughs> one that played it and you didn't finish it. No, That's I know it, it's sad. It's sad to see it go, but I now, agree. Okay, so let's see. We have Wonder. Final Fantasy 16, uh, Engage, Spider-Man 2. So we have one spot, right? Diablo. No. I mean, you don't want it. We have one spot, and that spot (laughs) goes between Diablo, Dredge, Hi-Fi Rush, and Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. I will fight for Hi-Fi Rush to get into this spot. I never played Hi-Fi Rush, so I can't, I can't, I can't debate that. Yeah, I can't either. You're the only one that played it. I played Hi-Fi Rush um, a little bit, but we also, the three of us also did play Diablo 4. I played Diablo yeah. 4 as well. Yeah. 
<laughs> Zach doesn't like that though. That's yeah, and Hi-Fi Rush is better. Like that's the thing though. It's like it's okay, more inventive. Like, okay, okay, look, 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 look. You can make that argument all you want. Like, but like the problem is, is like there are people who haven't played it. The, the look, we pissed off a whole bunch of people when you and I t- like basically rigged uh power washing simulator to be our game of the year like two years ago. So you you, you might just have to be disappointed for a year. Oh, is this that where I go? Might- I didn't play Fire Emblem Engage. Maybe it sucks. <laughs> Like is that where I say that? Wow! Like, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's let's let's, uh, dude. let's back the truck up. Here is this where I up. say that? Because it sounds like this is where I say dude, that. I almost want to give Zach High Fi Rush because of how defensive he's getting right now. Because it's fantastic. Dude, I no, because I know it's, it's a great right. game. Like I know it, and I'm sad that I did not get to finish it. But dude, do you work I... at Wetzel's? Because you're salty. <laughs> <laughs> I make great pretzels. Um, I mean, petty is an ugly color on you, sir. <laughs> Tie that cape around my neck, baby. Super petty. Um, I so so I see the I see the argument that but, everyone played Diablo four and everyone enjoyed Diablo four. I get that argument, right? I mean, the you yourself, you, no, no, no. You yourself said you put a hundred hours into Diablo four. I did. How are you going to debate that? It's like, on like, my top five. I'm not arguing it that it's a bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying Hi-Fi Rush is better. So, well, I mean, in my opinion, Five here, Nights but... at Freddy's is better than Diablo four. Yeah, but that, <laughs> what is that? Opinion? Come on. So my thing is, look. You can put Hi-Fi Rush in the top five. Uh I don't care. My thing, though, is since you're the only one that beat it, I can't see it getting higher than five because I can't see it moving up since you're the only one (laughs) that played it. So it's like you'll get it on there, and it'll be on there. And if that makes you feel better, it'll be number five. But I don't see it beating anything else on the list. Okay, so let's back up for a second. So are we saying this is down to hi-fi rush in diablo 4 like dredge no tears of the kingdom no i'd agree to that yeah i think i think dredge was good for what it was and it was a refreshing like you know palette cleanser but i mm-hmm. don't think compared to the other games that are fighting for that spot it holds up yeah okay. it is much an as argument for tears of the kingdom than for hi-fi rush personally well and i know as much as jordan and i love tears of the kingdom you and shannon have the opposite energy on tears of the Kingdom, so like they melt each other down (laughs) the point where it not being on robbie's top five carries weight to me that i will say that did robbie even play it though i he liked breath of the wild though so for for, so for him to eat if he didn't play it that even carries more weight so you say that, but I also recently saw Robbie, what he's been playing online, and he's playing fucking Mario Golf, <laughs> which you also hate more. <laughs> so what does that say that he's put like 80 hours in the fucking Mario Golf on so, the Switch? So you're saying he's playing what you're playing. That's your, yeah. that's your argument? Yeah, but I'm not saying it's shit. <laughs> like, that's the difference. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You know what? Because it's the pixel life list, we're going to go Diablo 4. Okay? Okay. All right. All right, so the games are Diablo 4, Fire Emblem Engage, Spider-Man 2, 
And my list just went away. What, what Super Mario Wonder? And what's the last one? Final Mario Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy oh. 16. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, that's that's a good list. Yeah. Diablo 4 or Final Fantasy 16 at number 5? Diablo 4. I think Final Fantasy 16 deserves a higher ranking than it. Okay. I, does, I agree. Does it, is 16 better than Wonder? Should we go to 3? Yeah. Because um, you all had Wonder on your list, but all at the bottom. I I enjoyed my time with 16 more than I enjoyed my time with Wonder. Okay. I put a lot more hours into 16, but that's also because 16 was a much larger, longer game. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder is very pick up and play. So I guess it depends on what we're... I mean, they're two in- entirely different games. I, you couldn't yeah. get more different. So it's really <laughs> like... I guess it boils down to what you said originally, Jordan. Is it which did you enjoy more? Final Fantasy 16. Shannon, would you agree? Yes. By the time I was really getting to enjoy Wonder, it was done. Okay, that's fair. I will say, having uh, played Wonder and not played the full Final Fantasy 16, I enjoyed the demo of Final Fantasy 16 more than I enjoyed Wonder. So wow, and and I didn't dislike Wonder, but I love that demo. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, so Justin, would you be okay with that? I would. Yeah. You just spit in Miyamoto's face, but you know, I would be okay with it. It's all right. The flowers told him it was okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm going to push hard for Spider-Man to be number one. If you're prepared to fight or you can say fire emblems, number two, it's up to you. I'm just letting I mean, you know I'm going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I had Fire Emblem as my number two, uh-huh. so I'm not opposed to it being number two. I mean, th- like I said, they're two totally different games. Sure. Like you were just absolutely. saying earlier. Yeah. And if I'm going to give, I'll make the concession that Spider-Man is, is a better game than, and then Fire Emblem in a lot of different ways. Like it's, it's scale it's um, storytelling is a lot more compelling. Um, you know, it, and it has a, uh, I think the mechanics are more fluid. I think it's faster paced. Um, you know, it, it's a, a lot less, uh, it, it's a lot less calculating and a lot more uh, in your face, which is good. It's, yeah. it, it, and I mean, like, and I think a fire emblem is a lot more of a slower paced game. It's a calmer game. It's more strategy based. Um, and uh, you know, I, I think, that's uh, i think spider-man 2 like takes it there i i think that it's a lot more gravitating to go towards spider-man 2 than it is fire emblem and that's fine i was gonna make the argument that spider-man 2 is not as niche of a title as like a fire emblem kind of thing spider-man 2 is more of a there's a little bit for everyone there where not everyone likes the why am I blanking on the kind of gameplay, the like the strategy kind of game tactics? That, yeah, tactics that Fire Emblem is. Yeah, what the what Jordan in a nice way is trying to say that the kids who play Fire Emblem ate their lunches in the library, where all the Sony <laughs> frat boys are out on the football field kicking back brewskis playing Spider Man. I mean, you know, it's it's the Fire Emblem is the anime hour of uh, video games, and, and apparently a great one. So <laughs> I was going to say Fire Emblem's more like the chess club. 
Yeah. Zach's like Fire Emblem's what you play when you sit down to pee, boys, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I did not say that. Um, <laughs> all right. I think we have a list, guys. The list is Spider-Man 2 at number one. Fire Emblem Engage number two. Final Fantasy 16 at number three. Super Mario Wonder at number four. And number five, Diablo 4. Good list. We good with this list? I'd agree with it. Every single game on that list is a banger. We might have had fun poking holes in this and that, but if we talked about a game uh, with the exception of Five Nights at Freddy's during this podcast, it was a good one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just because you played a made-up game on a made-up system. I mean... PSVR Aren't they 2. all made up games? <laughs> PSVR two doesn't exist, dude. Come on, what are you doing? Um, but uh, no, I I had a lot of fun doing this. This was awesome. Uh, thank you all for joining us in this endeavor, and thanks to our hosts, Shannon, Justin, and Jordan, jumping in there for this frivolity. This was good times. It was. Thank you for putting up with us for another year, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I. I I look forward to this every friggin' year. <laughs> this is just every time we're like, hey, let's record this. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I, I look forward to this all the time. So thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, no, I'm not putting up with you. You're putting up with me. It's, it's <laughs> very clear. If anyone's listened to more than one episode, it's very clear. Uh, but with all that in the books, 2023 in the books on to 2024 justin why don't you dab our way into a landing sir (laughs) you know what guys thank you guys for listening to the that pixel life 2023 game of the year in 2024 you know do you think hi-fi rush should have made it into our top five do you think security breach on the ouya should have been there head on over to the discord (laughs) let us know what you think and while you're at it head on over to spotify give your boys a review let us know how we're doing and unfortunately t's and p's robbie couldn't be with us heart goes out to him but zach if robbie was here what do you think robbie would say robbie would say spider-man obviously game of the year also hey guys go be great And I live Diablo 4 exercising them demons every day. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, I can't uh, believe I'm sitting here getting shit about my made up game. (laughs) Negative space doesn't even exist yet, Justin. Oh, 